0: We are just two sisters by choice, not by blood, sharing our deepest confessions of how changing our mindset and studying manifestation changed our worlds and realities forever. We are obsessed with showing you how mindset and manifestation can bring you the life you've always wanted. Let us show you the way to your dream reality, one episode at a time. Let's get into it.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to Confessions of the Mindset Sisters podcast. I um, hope you've all had a fantastic week. Happy Friday for anyone listening on a Friday. Hey, um, yes. Friday. Um, today is um, part two of our interviews with the founders and today I will be interviewing um the co-founder amy brown amy lancashire should i say sorry yeah i still get so confused myself yeah
0: because i haven't changed my name anywhere yet as well yeah people on linkedin if i ever message anyone they're like amy lancashire reached out to me but then it's like amy brown scheduling the meetings they're like so confused i haven't
1: changed her name on my phone either
0: (laughs) Um, but today we'll be interviewing
1: amy and finding out all about what makes amy such an incredible person, manifester, founder of the company, and just a boss, boss
0: babe. Um, so the first question is what is your story, Amy? What an intro. Wow, yeah. thank you so much. So I, I find this really interesting actually because our stories are quite different mm-hmm. in terms of I'm an only child. So I was very much um, like I do remember being around my parents often all the time every single activity any anything that I was doing I was with them mm-hmm. but I was also then very close with like cousins my auntie was our child minder so like throughout the kind of beginning of life it was very much middle class parents um as such but it wasn't always like that and I think that's something that my parents have always instilled in me is when I was born back in the early 90s mm-hmm. <laughs> so so long ago um but my dad is a self-employed builder so he has seen the peaks and troughs of every single you know era in terms of um recessions and yeah. like things going up and down basically anyway 1992 was a bit of a tough year in the building trade in general <laughs> of obviously I was Jew, so that was fun um but my dad at that time literally got whatever jobs he could he was working two jobs he was working at Tesco in the night time stacking oh. shelves like anything he could just to obviously make sure that for Christmas I was born at the end of November just to make sure that Christmas we obviously had everything we needed yeah um but in terms of that the the rest of like from my knowledge and in the time that I have been like aware, we've never really had those struggles and they kept that really far away from me anyway, if ever there, there was kind of those issues going on. Um, so with that, he's then also a very passionate um, property developer. So we we moved quite often actually in childhood. I went to five different schools all of them definitely taught me different lessons, wow, that's for really sure. I not know went to
1: five different schools. Yeah,
0: so I grew up in Lower Early in Reading, went to primary school there. Then we moved down to, well, across to Wales for, gosh, I don't know, two and a half years. And he they, he did up a massive old farmhouse, basically, mm-hmm. like 100 years old. It was beautiful. Now that I look back, I'm like, wow, beautiful. At the time... I obviously was like, yeah, I was (laughs) nine. Cobwebs, spiders and cold. And like, I had been so used to being with my cousins all day, every day, being Mm -hmm. with like extended family um, to then be put into truly the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then this house even further out, having to make new friends. That was kind of like the first cycle of of that piece. Um, And naturally kids in any forum as well, if you're different or not from that area, are just cruel like people are so mean but I I do look back on that time with really fond memories but anyway the house development got done my mum was still working down mm-hmm. in Reading mm-hmm. like during the week and would just come back down in the weekends because of course someone had to work like my dad was just doing the, the development oh on the gosh, house yeah. so like that was his full-time job Um. so it was really interesting actually like just having those moments where they had such big goals and big aspirations as well with what they wanted to do. Mm. And it never felt like anything was too big. Mm-hmm. I think that certainly helped me in terms of like my thinking and my attitude towards things. But in terms of schools, like I ca- we then came back, moved slightly out of the area, obviously, to more more Basingstoke basically where, where we're um, kind of based now. But it was um, – it taught me a lot in terms of like adapting and something interesting were you mentioning about being a chameleon last time Mm. yeah and I feel like I've had to adapt Mm -hmm. to that you are a chameleon yeah because of moving schools and having to create new friendships Mm -hmm. and I do also think that that then obviously in turn helps with like like generally now creating relationships because Mm -hmm. I've you you have to do it and when you're an only child as well i definitely felt like you know the family holidays anything like that it was just me so if i wanted to entertain myself i had to go make friends yeah. <laughs> like my mom and dad that weren't going to so be true. with me 24/7 yeah um but so so that's like one element to it it definitely started growing my like self awareness that not everybody is out for your best interest either i was like heavily bullied at, at certain schools I then moved to my last school and it was just great. I had the best time ever um, and made some of like my lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. So extremely grateful for that. And with all of those moves, I never would have ended up probably where I did Mm -hmm. had not all of those things happened. So Mm -hmm. it's I always look back with really fond memories on all of those situations that happened. But I think something throughout that journey as well is I found very much that I was this like too nice personality. That's what I've been told the whole time. You're too nice. You're a people pleaser. Like that is the common theme here. And I wonder if that is because I always tried to make sure that people were going to like me or that they weren't going to have anything to say about me, right? In yeah, terms that of that sense. Piece. Yeah. So I learned to kind of harness that element really. But I think what has really now formed a lot of my story into who I am my personality and and like what drives me is that my dad was really big into energy in general like he's always come out with these like the one liners of you can't worry about things you can't change um like good karma good energy like things work out for a reason so that was always like his mantras that he Mm -hmm. would say anyway terrible temper and i get that from him but in terms of like everyday life he was very I can good can never imagine your dad with a temper oh my gosh darling really i've got some stories to tell you that i cannot share on a podcast <gasps> but yeah he he um my dad's got quite a traumatic story in to honestly he? so my dad is from a really low class background and his dad left at a very young age he has four siblings um he's the eldest His mother, after the first three children, decided to go off, just just left the kids. Oh, my God. My dad then went into a children's home with obviously his (gasps) other two siblings as well. Yeah, terrible. Um, One of his friends at school, after a couple of years of being in the home, he left school early but moved in with his friend's parents, Mm -hmm. basically. His mum came back. They ended up having a fourth child, his Mm -hmm. mum and dad. Um, so, you know, he's gone through some real turbulent times. He, I think, held on to a lot of anger to his mum for leaving. She did some other things as well in that time. So he had a lot of, yeah, anger and mm. did not know how to express that, like didn't finish school, left at 14, went into the building trade with his dad, like learn everything on the job with him. Wow. Yeah, like just crazy. And then, so I think over time, I now understand why he does things or or why he reacts in certain ways. And it's all because he's got these horrific lifetime traumas, mm-hmm. like absolutely wild. And then I look at my life and he and, and my mum, my mum comes from slightly different background, but like that he... You can go one or two ways when your life is like that, right? You can either go down a very dark path and you will stay on the track of what all the people around you are doing, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can say, I do not want that for me or my family. And he kind of took that other direction. So he's made sure that I've never gone without, obviously my parents have never left. like They were really dedicated to that cause. And I think that has also shown me a lot now in my older life, everything that they have done for me. But I think... I I kind of wanted just to talk about that because that really instilled
1: that in you though, right? Yeah.
0: That's just overall my general personality. All of those things have been the creation of me and where I am now at. And I think naturally with all of those things, I've always been a good things come good things just happen Mm -hmm. to me.
1: Yes, I do. I've
0: always just had that energy. Always instilled. Yes, I've gone through like okay, I got bullied or, you know, some things haven't worked out that I thought maybe were supposed to work out Mm -hmm. or like these small trials and tribulations have happened in life. But truly I have been so blessed and so thankful. And I think I've been put in the right situations always at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has led also obviously to the the success with manifestation, because I think although we have limiting beliefs and we have negative self-talk and we think, oh God, I'm never going to be able to get there in terms of like, you know, being a multimillionaire or all of that. That That is what I've had to work through in terms of my limiting beliefs. But I've always had uh, quite an embedded thing of things just work out. Yeah, Things always work out. And that that is something that is so deeply embedded in me yeah. that I think it then helps that now that I have learned to manifest and what truly works for me mm-hmm. and obviously what we share with our community is that I have now kind of learned to supercharge because of these initial foundations. And that's exactly what we try and teach, right? In terms of how important those foundations are to be embedded because everything else that you're then working on top of, you've got no limiting beliefs in terms of actually everything's going to work out just fine for me
1: yeah it's that's so I love that it's so interesting the foundations of it in actual fact Amy and I were having a conversation just before we started this because um I was just when I arrived I was talking to Amy about my week and I'm having one of those weeks where everything's falling apart to fall back together again yeah and it's so interesting because if I didn't have those foundations that Amy and I have so firmly set within ourselves now I would probably be losing my shit but Mm. I just know it's exactly what you've said it's going to work out yeah so it doesn't matter like I know what's going on here it's kind of yeah free and clear my path is clearing the pathway to something big next week so exactly yes I don't know what that is I'm quite excited I kind of love it when things fall apart because it's quite interesting to see what (laughs) falls back together again
0: well I guess the only way you can look at it is that honestly something amazing is coming yeah I know that (laughs) and I kind of like
1: in the moment it's so irritating but then you're like oh well you know it's what it is something huge is coming so that's fine yeah so my question my next question to you was going to be what is it that makes you Amy I would say is is so incredibly driven to succeed that's kind of how she is wired um she is um just probably in terms of as a friend she is incredible at listening tuning in in fact only spending probably you know I actually arrived here and and felt the need to share with her straight away and it makes me feel so better so much better because Amy's very tuned into people's emotions she's very good at reading what um yeah how people feel and then making them feel better so i that kind of the dri- the driven side in her comes that all comes from her parents and the way that she was brought up so I was going to ask you what makes you so driven but I already know the answer to it because you've kind of told us yeah. that that's all been instilled in you by your parents so my actual question is going to be you are obviously heading towards a direction of success what does that actually look like to you what does success Oof. that is a big question what a cool it's question so you can answer that in so many different ways but What does that actually
0: look like? What are you driving towards? Because we can all tell you're driving. Yeah. We know that. I think that what that answer would have been a few years ago is polar opposite to what it is now. Mm -hmm. I definitely went through some times where I was looking at things from a very materialistic lens. And I think we all go through those stages. That's yeah. a very natural kind of progression when you're on the route and what you see other people being as successful. You see them, you know, having the lavish clothes, having the lavish bags, the shoes. Mm-hmm. But actually, aside from the cars and the houses and being having that financial freedom to go on the holidays that they have, nothing else about their lives actually draw me to them. So I've true. never wanted to be famous. I've always wanted to be rich and rich is not just financially but rich in happiness rich in my relationships rich in my like overall well-being of life and i think that that is something that is coming now with feeling extremely fulfilled in my relationships like with gavin with friends um and the only thing that is missing for me at this stage is that i know that I am destined for more. I know that we are going, we are successful. I know that for an absolute fact. So now it's just getting to that point of making it happen. And that's what we're driving towards. And that's what we're working towards. The end goal for me, financial freedom. I want to live every day how I want to live. Like Mm -hmm. that is empowering. That is fulfillment for me. I want to make sure that I can be around all the people that are most important to me so that I'm surrounded by love and friends and family 24 seven. And the way I'm going to do that is be able to fucking pay for their lives as well. Do you know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. To have everybody fucking on board with me? Yeah. So like, that is exactly where I want to be. That means a eight, nine, ten figure fucking business. <laughs> like whatever it takes, yeah. that's where, that's where we're getting to. That's where we're going to be. Mm hmm um so yeah a couple of pieces in that and so I guess really it's the whole fulfillment it's feeling rich and full of abundance in every single area of my life Mm -hmm. it's not so that I can spend it on lavish things it's so that I can live my life how I want to live it yeah and be able to um I think the thing for you
1: that like I think it's really drew me to Amy from the very first time I met her was that um she is just always wants to make others fit and actually this is where you were talking about the chameleon piece is making others feel good that's like one of the best nicest the loveliest things about Amy is like immediately she's such a warm person I wish like I don't know whether through the camera lens you'll feel our presence but that's the main thing about Amy is, is her ability to make you feel like it's a big cuddle a lot of the like that is how you are you're very warm but she's very much like wants to make everyone feel like that so what
0: is really strange as well is that I think if if anybody spoke to me typically they probably would not think that I am your average businesswoman or someone who is set to be like driving their own business because I have always been seen as that too nice person people pleaser all of this stuff and I still even have it to this day in my work Mm -hmm. but actually all of those harness my ability to grow relationships with people because they're I don't know what I do and I honestly don't even know how I do it velvet glove iron fist yeah so (laughs) that is truly what you are but I will like I will get on calls with people and they will just want to divulge all their information to me. Yeah, overshare. People I work with at like Mm -hmm. work events, people will confide in me and share Mm -hmm. so much information, (laughs) deeply embedded within their life. Mm. And I don't know how I do it, but I think, and that is something that has obviously clearly driven us because we are both the same in that concept actually. Mm. And I think that's why we are going down the path that we are and why we've been so drawn to this, business mm. and and this world is because we can help coach and help share and help you know energize people to get to their manifestation yeah and we've done it so quickly together in such a short space of time so oh my
1: gosh so leveled
0: up literally since i met you 100 <laughs> <100%. laughs> so
1: um my next question for you would be what is your biggest manifestation that's come to fruition? Now that, by the way, again, you can answer that in however you whichever way you like. So it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be the biggest manifestation that's happened in your life. It could be just things that you're good at. What you can answer that however you like. Manifestations coming to fruition. Yeah. Go for it.
0: I will talk about um, a manifestation that I did a few years ago around salary specific, because I think this was the biggest like light bulb moment for me that this is actually possible. I think the biggest blocker that I've ever had is that money doesn't come easy. And that again is just a conversation, that's because of, of growing up, yeah. right? Money doesn't grow on trees and exactly. yeah, all those things. Exactly, that. And spend it wisely. Credit cards and things like oh, yeah, this yeah. and just like life and yeah. But at, on the flip hand of that as well, my, my parents also really tried Well, I mean, I never went without, I've traveled the world. I've been to 24 states in America because every single year we'd go on four to six week holidays. Like I I experienced so much and was opened to such a wide world because of what my parents did. Mm. But still they absolutely had some money blockers in their life and that kind of translated through. But um, so specifically a few years ago, I decided that I was – ready to take my next step in my career and that was around a specific title and a and a salary so i i probably put work in of maybe say june july august september october i'm going to say like 5 months 5 months of pure dedication of writing my gratitude list, doing my journal prompts. You went in hard. Really actually, getting with the, magic the why.
1: Yeah, like, you did. Why did
0: I want that? Why was that important to me? Mm. How was that going to make me feel like I truly followed all of our steps, mm-hmm. the exact steps that we, we talk about, I did. Um, and I landed what I thought was the dream job. I got the title, like the job that I had I'd gone for, wasn't even the job title that I got given. They then changed the job title because I said that that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really quite crazy, to be honest with you, at that time. And that was where I hit six figures. I was like, this is, this is it for me. And then three months later, so I start that at the end of November. We come back from a gorgeous holiday in Dubai where we create our now business yeah on from a sunbed yeah stunning I come back have three months in it and then the company go fucking peak tong and I'm made redundant I'm like fuck but actually throughout that whole time it was a huge learning lesson for me because I had manifested so heavily on how important the title and the money was that actually the job role and the job specifics and the people and the, and the people, exactly. <laughs> the people, the business, everything else did not align with me. Like fantastic that I'd got the money, fantastic that I'd got the title, but everything else about that role no. did not align with me at all. So it was a blessing in disguise, but that truly, I think was the turning point for me and allowed me to see that these walls that I had built or created were not real they nothing was real it was all made up in my head so that was really when the floodgates opened I think so since then I have manifested money in abundance from like the most randomest places and I was talking to Katie about this today like how rogue even this last couple of weeks this last week and a half for you has been insane like checks in the mail twice checks in the mail twice and then like just the maddest stock uplift in my company that has now added on like 35% more profit for me. And the funniest thing is one
1: like one thing Amy and Amy was talking to me a couple of weeks ago about a, a pot of money that had kind of been unfairly taken away mm. um through one thing, but then so interesting because it's then almost exactly that amount, right? That's then or nearly yeah, probably come back through another source. Yeah. And it's just like when you're open and you, su- yeah, when you're, when you're attracting these things, yeah. that's why when things are being taken away from you, hence like me this week, yeah. where stuff is being taken away, remain open and just keep your, don't let yourself run into a negative direction where you then keep attracting more negative things. Yeah. Just see it as free and clear. And then
0: exactly. you just like,
1: what what happens
0: to Amy is is insane with money. It's like, incredible. mindset is everything. It is. Yeah. Like literally mindset is everything and you are in the driver's seat and I think that that's what we that is what we teach in terms Mm -hmm. of the rewiring your subconscious is because Mm. you're truly training your brain like any other muscle in your body you're training it Mm -hmm. to say I'm fucking in charge like thank you so much for the negative negative slurs but they ain't fucking for me honey so see you later like but I think that's been a really big part for me in where I have like leveled up and let go of a lot of the the limiting beliefs and the blockers but I tell you what has also done that for me is being around the people that I am around I've not got one friend that is not successful like in their own way in their own creative world like everybody has got the drive everybody has got the determination all in different ways which I love like Some people are so extremely creative and talented and and very artistic in what they do, and they fucking love their job. They're so fulfilled and so successful at Mm -hmm. that. And then on the other hand, you've got like people that are truly driving for like mad success in the corporate world. Like we are exposed to so much. And I think that that has also allowed me to realize like, Truly, the sky is the limit. Like there is no limit. Yeah,
1: and actually, we we do like not naming any specific people, but Amy and I have the same group of friends, um, or very similar. And we have we see all of the all everything that you could have, um, and also from our parents taking it from all of the people that we've had in our lives or that are currently in our lives, and you take pieces of it, and that really helps actually tune you into what you really want because we've got friends that are earning huge amounts of money, you know, like seriously, seriously huge. But some of them are our most unhappy people we know, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we've got others who are earning probably the least out of some of our friends who are the most content um, in other aspects of their life. So it's kind of then like, okay, so where does this, where do we, that's kind of what you've got to do as well as figure out where you sit with that. Mm. Um, Money is a massive thing and if you can get on the right the right um frequency with money in terms of making it a good thing for you as a tool rather than um it being a necessity to be happy yeah it's that's really where the balance
0: lies isn't it exactly exactly that <clears throat> and I think that's all around like the getting clear and, and prioritizing what truly matters to you yeah. as well definitely and something that my dad always used to say to me that I don't know is like a negative or a positive but it was always like make sure that you never let the money rule you and that you rule the money mm. because he had seen in his lifetime you know loads of friends make it and become multi-millionaires yeah. because obviously the 80s and the 90s were the fucking thriving years for mm-hmm. the builders being able to create their own whatever um that you know their own empire and he saw people end up with nothing with yeah. zero because they had been totally overwhelmed with the amount of money or like just the lifestyle that they were creating and it's so negative so like that's always been in the back of my mind as well like oh my god don't let the money rule you don't let the money rule you but actually once you've got those things in place it's yeah that is so true you just got to make sure that you're listening to yourself and those around you as well yeah absolutely self-grounded yeah grounding is is huge
1: we need to talk about that soon we do um and so, so my final question which i love this one um what would you give someone early in their mindset slash manifestation journey? What would be
0: your best piece of advice? My, be- I've got a couple of pieces of advice, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And the first one is just start, mm-hmm. start somewhere, listen to a podcast, follow somebody on Instagram, get your like mind starting to think in that way like that is you've cracked it if you can start you've cracked it like mm-hmm. like with anything if you start the course if you start the diet if you start whatever it is you've cracked it that day one is the hardest part and then i think something that i certainly thought i thought it was going to be easy i mm-hmm. really really did i thought at the beginning this is going to be easy like you just say stuff to yourself, you just write things down and it happens. But no, <laughs> that, that's only truly just the beginning and just the service. Yeah. You've got to do the work, you've got yeah. to be dedicated. Take the action. If you are not ready, or you are not dedicated to whatever manifestation that you are currently working towards, it's not going to come to you yet. Yeah, that is a a fact really unless you're <laughs> like a crazy mad manifester and you've just got your shit together yeah. like if so please talk to us but like you if you are just the average person going through life thinking fucking hell when is this big break going to come for me get started and fucking do the work yeah like that is truly it and I think don't be afraid to do the inner work either I put that off for a really long time so I thought I thought not I've not got any problems. Yeah, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with me. Just things aren't happening. Maybe this doesn't work for everyone. That's what then started going through my mind. And it was like, no, actually, that's a fucking blocker. That's your ego talking. Yeah. And that's every single like hand going up in in, like your mind saying, don't do it, don't do it. Like that's every single red flag possibly going up. Yeah. But you've just got to push through those. So my thing would be just get started. Yeah. Be dedicated. Like, be ready to fucking put work into this. Yeah, and do do the inner work as well. Don't be afraid to get deep, dark, and personal. Gosh, because that's the only way you're gonna bang down those barriers. It is, and actually, that isn't. It isn't like doesn't need to be traumatic, does it? No, it really doesn't. I actually just wrote a list, like what what am I thinking right now? What is scaring me mm-hmm. about this? You write it down half the time. it's not. They're not even scary things that's happening. It's like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't feel comfortable that maybe one day I'll be a multi-millionaire. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, is that really the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. No. No, that's, it's not. What you're actually scared of is all in your head. Yeah. What if? What if? And then what if actually
1: never, never... The what ifs never come true, generally, do they? No, exactly. It's ninety five percent or eighty five percent of your negative yeah. stories never really come to exactly. fruition. Don't I love worry. that; they're fantastic. That was amazing, so insightful.
0: Love that. Thank you so much for giving us your story, darling. I'm excited to come back in a year's time and listen to this, and listen and do another one, yeah. and see where we are. Where we are then? It's yeah. going to be
1: so exciting. Honestly, we can't wait to have you on our journey. For those of you that have already joined um, us on Patreon, um, we are loving those. They're so fun. So we jump on um, every day, Monday to Friday. Um, Amy and I take it in turns. And they truly are just like daily mindset hacks, aren't they really? Um, And just talking about manifestation, things that's going on. Um, Yesterday, I did a self-care routine of what I was actually doing last night to make myself feel better after actually having an anxiety episode um which i do suffer with amy talked today about what did you talk about lucky girl syndrome the other day loads of stuff i talked about dropping the how not worrying
0: about the how how the manifestation is going to get to
1: you yeah so we literally go we deep dive and there's no there's there's no limits to what we talk about on the patreon because it's such a nice closed group where we know like yeah there's no
0: limits. so last week um, i truly had a mental break (laughs) (laughs) it's like are we all frantic? Good.
1: <laughs> is it okay to cry? Yeah,
0: literally. Honestly, I was yeah, pacing so... up and down. I was, well, it was. It was a lot, but, but we're real. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the whole
1: point. So, thank you so much to those of you who are already supporting us on there. There's some big things to come in January on Patreon, but it's it's still actually. I think at the moment, it's actually we've the feedback we've had so far is that it's really kind of life changing. A lot of it because it's that it's drumming it in daily. Yeah. Um. So. Um, I hope that well it was, it's nice to hear that nice to hear the feedback and also um, yeah if um, if anyone else wants to join us so well you're welcome to um, jump on we'll put the link in the bio for that um, please rate and review and subscribe to the pod um, wherever you listen to this you can rate um, on Spotify review on Apple podcasts I don't know about the rest but it just keeps us showing up and keeps us allowing us to do this every single every single Friday um, and Um, Join us on our socials, Instagram at Confessions of the Mindset Sisters, Facebook group, link in bio, uh, link in show notes. Yeah. And thank you again to our gorgeous co-founder, Amy Lancashire, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much.
0: Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just a reminder that for more content from us, head on over to the Mindset Sisters Patreon, where you can subscribe and listen to our secret weekday episodes and monthly courses.